0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn. Episode number 68, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but, ha, yeah, She Runs the Show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 68 of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn here. It's been a while since I've done a new solo episode of She Runs the Show. I gotta tell you, it has been rough <laughs> the last couple of weeks, and it, it's kind of a good thing because it it's led to today's episode and what we're going to talk about And, and let me just start out by saying that as entrepreneurs so much of of what we do especially if you have an online business is done in solitude it's done alone and while i'm super great at solitude and i love running my show right that's why we call this she runs the show There's something to be said for community and for reaching out and for letting people know when you need support. And I'm not really good at that. So I want to talk today, in today's episode, to all those entrepreneurs who struggle silently with self doubt, because I think that as an entrepreneur, you've got to be confident. You've got to know that you offer value and you have to know what value you offer in the world. But there are moments if you're truthful and if you admit to yourself where you don't feel so valuable and you don't feel as if you can do the things that you say you want to do. What do you do in those moments? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. So We're going to talk about how do you manage self-doubt as you lead and build your business? Because self-doubt is going to happen. It's going to be there. But at the same time, you still have to manage your business. You still have to lead it. You still have to go out there and and do marketing and sales and promotion and branding. And you've got to be confident in those things. And yet, in the background somewhere, you may be dealing with self-doubt. And as I said earlier, I've been dealing with a lot of self-doubt lately, self-doubt about you know, uh, my ability to get all the things done that really need to happen in my business. Everything from this podcast, three episodes a week, to writing ebooks, one ebook a week, to marketing those ebooks, to building to a certain revenue level, to hiring a team of assistants and knowing that they're going to be able to follow through, you name it. The last couple of weeks, I've had a ton of self-doubt. And so I want to talk today to all of you out there who Maybe nobody else knows. Maybe everybody thinks on the outside that you, you've you got it all together. You know how to work it. You are the entrepreneur. Maybe you're making seven figures and you're still dealing with crippling self-doubt. You know, there, there are really successful entrepreneurs, you know, seven-figure entrepreneurs who you'd never know it, but they are struggling with self-doubt. So by the end of today's episode... You're going to learn the difference between self-doubt and low self-esteem. There's definitely a difference. You're also going to learn why self-doubt is vital to your business success. And then we're going to talk about how to contain self-doubt when you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business, right? Because you're a brand. You're the CEO. So... At the same time that you might be dealing with self-doubt, you can't convey self-doubt to your tribe, to your market. So how do you contain the self-doubt when you've still got to be the figurehead and you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business? We're going to talk about that. And then also, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn the five lessons self-doubt has come to teach you and how you can apply those to your life and business. So we're going to talk about both. All right. Where do we even start? You know, I love to talk about topics when um, I've come out of them. You know, it, it feels good when I say, okay, I've overcome this and I... Now I can talk about it. I love to talk about topics when I do that, but it's harder for me to talk about topics like this when I'm in the middle of it. But I think there's something valuable about being in the middle of a storm and talking about the storm. You sort of take away the power of that life storm when you talk about it while you're in it. So let's talk about this. The difference between self-doubt and low self-esteem. There is a difference, right? So self-doubt is connected to the concept of self-efficacy. And if you've studied psychology, everybody's taken a psych course or, or read some article on, you know, one Huffington Post or somewhere that's psychology related. Self-doubt is connected to self-efficacy and self-efficacy is the ability to believe that you can do something. So when we think about self-efficacy, it's like, do I believe that I'm capable of building a business? Do I believe that I'm capable of running a business? Do I believe that I can do this? Not am I going to get it done? But do I believe that I'm capable? I have the basic skills and talents necessary to get this done at some point. That is self-efficacy. And so, whenever self-doubt comes into the picture, the thing that it's going for, the thing that self-doubt is attacking is your self-efficacy. It's attacking your sense that you can do this. So, When you feel self-doubt, it's really like, oh, can I do this? Oh, is this really possible for me? Am I just fooling myself? Like self-doubt is connected to self-efficacy self esteem on the other hand is connected to self worth now self esteem is a bigger umbrella self doubt is a piece of self you know self efficacy is a piece of self esteem but self esteem is way bigger than just do i feel that i'm capable of doing something self esteem is connected to self worth so when somebody has low self esteem it's it's so much bigger than than having a lot of self doubt because self esteem is about Do I feel that I'm worthy as a person? Do I feel that I'm enough? Do I feel that I am good? Do I feel that I am, as a whole person, somebody worth focusing on, spending time with? So self-esteem is much bigger, which means when you have low self-esteem, low self-esteem is paralyzing. So self-doubt is detrimental, right? Nobody's going to say that self-doubt is a good thing, although we're going to talk about how it can be leveraged in a good way. Self-doubt is detrimental, but self-doubt is also inevitable. Everybody feels self-doubt at some point. Not every single person in the world, believe it or not, feels low self-esteem. Maybe a few self-esteem issues, a few self-worth issues, but not everybody feels low self-esteem. Everybody feels self-doubt. So whereas low self-esteem is paralyzing to your life, to your business, self-doubt is detrimental, but not necessarily paralyzing because it is inevitable. Everybody's going to feel self-doubt at some point. Low self-esteem is not inevitable. So, and and just to clarify that, most people have experienced low self-esteem because, you know, our parents weren't perfect. Their parents weren't perfect. And so you have wounded people raising wounded people, and then they go on and have children. And guess what they do? They raise more wounded people. So yes, low self-esteem is pretty global because we have wounded people ra- having children and raising wounded people, but it is not inevitable. There are those pockets of individuals who have never experienced low self-esteem, you will not find anyone who says they've never experienced self-doubt. Now, if they tell you that, question their truthfulness. But self-doubt is something that is inevitable, and it's detrimental, but it is not necessarily paralyzing. Low self-esteem is paralyzing in a lot of cases. So, let me breathe on that for a second. (laughs) Um. Let's talk about why self-doubt is vital to your business success. And, you know, this is, this is challenging for me to talk about because I'm still working my way through my, my own self-doubts at this moment. I'm still saying to myself, Ooh, you don't feel as strong this week. You don't feel as capable this week. You don't feel as unstoppable this week. And, you know, most of the time I feel pretty unstoppable. Most of the time I feel pretty capable, um, but for the last couple of weeks, I haven't felt quite that way. i felt, um, and I want to describe it because I want you to know that you aren't alone in this kind of feeling. For the past couple of weeks, i felt like, <sighs> um, I don't know if I'm as good as I think I am that's been the thought I don't know if I'm as good as I think I am like and you know I was raised by an overachiever and I was raised to be an overachiever and I was always told you're the best you're the best you're the best right generation x every you know you're the best and the last couple of weeks I've been kind of feeling like maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was maybe I'm not as good you know, maybe I'm okay, but I'm not great. And that's a tough place to be, especially when you are an overachiever and a recovering perfectionist. So I say all of that to say, if you're having a moment where you're saying to yourself, you know, I thought I was great. Maybe that's not true. You're not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. But that is self-doubt working its way into your life and business, and so I want to spend a few minutes talking about why self-doubt is vital to your business success, because when you're feeling the way that I'm feeling at this moment, when you're feeling unsure as to whether you are amazing or not, it's hard to see how that feeling is vital to your business success. It sort of feels like it is the antithesis to your business success, so let's talk about why self-doubt is vital to your business success. You know, um, one of the reasons that experiencing self-doubt is critical to your business success is this. You have to learn to work with self-doubt or even in its presence because it's going to be there. So... Under circumstances where you feel unstoppable and amazing and you feel your greatness and you're inspired and you're on fire and you're just starting a business, that's awesome. And that's an awesome place from which to operate. But that's not going to be the only state that you're going to be in as you build this business, as you lead this business. There are going to be seasons where you're not going to feel awesome and you're not going to feel unstoppable. You are going to experience downturns. You're going to have you know, clients leave you. You're going to have business partners fail you or betray you. There are going to be things that happen in your business that literally rock your world. And if you don't know how to continue on in the presence of self doubt, if you don't know how to continue taking massive daily action even if self-doubt is plaguing you, when you get to the seasons that are rough, you will stop moving forward. You will get stuck. And the one thing that will hurt an entrepreneur more than anything else is getting stuck because you're not making movement. You're not making progress. And then the self-doubt becomes way more powerful than you in that stuck place. So if you're experiencing self-doubt, remind yourself that this is not a bad thing. This is training. And you've got to train yourself to continue to move forward, even if it's just a baby step, with self-doubt being full in effect and fully present. Because you know what? It's going to be there. It's not going to go away. And here's the other thing that makes self-doubt vital to your business. It really helps you to understand whether you're a fair weather entrepreneur or not. Because if if the only time you can be effective as an entrepreneur is when self-doubt isn't present or isn't plaguing you, then you're going to have a hard time being successful over the long term. You're going to have a hard time sustaining your success. You're a fair-weather entrepreneur, and there is no success in being a fair-weather entrepreneur. You see, your strength and your persistence and your confidence, it's developed in the presence of self-doubt, not through the absence of it. But the only way you develop that strength, the only way you get that persistence, the only way you can really feel confident is when you can have a ton of self-doubt going on in your in your mind and you still take the next step. You still take daily massive action. You still do the thing that you need to do even when you're not in the mood to do it that's when you know that you are are going to be successful in business. And it doesn't matter how small the step is. It doesn't matter how big the self-doubt is. It's the mere fact that you are not allowing the self-doubt to plague you to the point where you're stuck and you're mired down and you're not taking a move forward. So self-doubt, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment, because it doesn't feel like it in the moment to me right now, I got to tell you, I'm not feeling self-doubt at this moment. I still understand that this experience of self-doubt that I'm in is vital to my business success and it's vital to your business success. So let's talk about how to contain self-doubt when you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business. Because, you know, there, are, you, you can't go telling everybody that you're experiencing self-doubt. I mean, I know I'm doing it on the podcast and I'm just um, publicizing to the world that, yeah, Cassandra Vaughn's having serious self-doubt right now. And you know, I, I don't mind if any of you are my Facebook friend, you know, I put my business out in the street, you know, like if I'm having a moment in a relationship or something, I'm putting it out. I, I can't even go there. But anyway, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, I put my business out in the street. So, um, so I'm, I'm talking about this because it has to be talked about. You know, part of the problem with self-doubt is that we give self-doubt so much power by not talking about it. We give self-doubt so much power by pretending like we don't have it. We give self-doubt so much power to wreak havoc in our lives because we act like we don't have it, but we're being plagued by it and we're stuck with it. You got to call a thing a thing, as Ian LeVanzant would say. You got to call a thing a thing. And the moment you're able to call out the elephant in the room, it doesn't look as big as it used to. So let's talk about how to contain self-doubt when you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business. Because sometimes, you know, you're on. Like you've got a conference you've got to go speak at. You have a podcast interview you've got to do. You've got a workshop that you need to give in a face-to-face setting. And you can't go before a room of 5,000 people and say, man, guys, I'm having a low self-doubt self moment here. I'm, I'm feeling tons of, you can't do that. You, you got to bring your A game. And so how do you contain the self-doubt when you're in a space in your business where you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business? Let me give you some points on how to do that. Number one, focus on what you can do. Like right now, even though I'm feeling I'm in a self-doubt period, let's call it, I'm still recording this this episode, I'm still doing this podcast, I'm still taking action in my business. It's not as massive as it is when I'm feeling better about things, but I'm taking a next step because I'm saying to myself, what can I do? And then I'm doing that and not worrying about what I cannot do. So number one, if you want to contain self-doubt, when you know you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business, focus on what you can do. Number two, and this is an important one, and I don't do this very much just because I, I'm i not built that way, but some people are, are built this way. So you'll if you're built this way, you'll know it when I say it. Number two, stop psychoanalyzing the history or cause of the self-doubt. Like, stop overthinking this. A lot of people like to sit with their their therapy ideas, they're psychoanalyzing, and they're like, well, why do I feel self-doubt? And where does it come from? And is it in my childhood? And is it when, you know, is it uh, a pre-birth memory that I had in the... W-? Listen... It doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter what caused the self-doubt. The truth is in this present moment, self-doubt is with you. It exists. It's impacting your ability as an entrepreneur. Stop psychoanalyzing the history or cause of the self-doubt. It's not helping. So if you know you've got to infuse massive self-confidence into your business right now, and yet you're feeling self-doubt, stop psychoanalyzing the history of the cause of the self-doubt. There's nothing in the present moment that that is going to do. Okay. Number three, Remind yourself that everybody's got it. And the successful people are successful, not because they don't have self-doubt, but because they feel self-doubt and they take the action anyway. Everybody experiences self-doubt. And the people who tell you that they never have have self-doubt are lying to you. Let's just accept that as true. The folks who say to you, you know, it used to be like, when I was in high school, I, I was in AP and honors classes, and I, I graduated from high school early as a junior rather than as a senior. And I used to just detest the, the kids in my AP and honors classes. And y- you would have this hard trigonometry test, or you'd have this AP physics test or honors history test. And I studied my butt off for every single A I got. And I would go through a test and I'd I'd be like, oh, that was so tough. And I'd say to some of my fellow AP honors people, I'd say, man, I studied for weeks for that. You know, how did you study for it? And they'd look at me and they'd say, oh, I didn't study at all. Hmm, And I still got a 99. Liars. Yeah. I don't like when people lie about what it takes to be successful. So anybody who's going to tell you that they are ultra successful and they've never experienced an ounce of self-doubt, they just don't even allow self-doubt in, they've totally eradicated self-doubt, kind of like fear. People will say to me, I have no fear then you aren't human because fear is a natural, normal, evolutionary process. It happens. That's why I write books about overcoming fear, because I think people give fear a really bad rap when fear can be leveraged as an ally and not an enemy. That's why I write about. About fear, because I think people get it all wrong. You know, fear is not a bad thing. It's how we use our fear that determines whether it's good or bad. And fear can be transformed into courage. It can be transformed into strength. It can be transformed into faith. I'm not going to keep talking about it. If you want to know about my fear to feel books, go to overcomingfearbooks.com, and you can see all of them there. I'm not going to get caught up in fear. Let's talk about self-doubt. Boom, bring it back. Okay. <laughs> um, but like I was saying. Anybody who's gonna tell you that they never feel self-doubt, they're lying to you. Everybody feels it. Everybody's got it. And what makes the successful entrepreneur successful is because they have learned that you can feel self-doubt and take the action anyway, and that's what they do. Fourth thing, if you've gotta compartmentalize self-doubt and you've gotta infuse into your business massive self-confidence because that's what it needs it, that you know you're on, the spotlight is on you, you've gotta be confident even though you've got self-doubt going on, is this. Keep moving forward. Just keep going. And I don't know if that is from the movie Nemo, maybe? Just keep moving. Just keep going. I can't remember. It's one of the cartoon animation movies. But there's this one of them where they're like, just keep moving. Just keep stepping. Just... It's the same thing. When you're feeling self-doubt and you know you've got to be confident, you know you've got to deliver confidence into a workshop or a webinar or a conference talk, keep moving forward. That's it. One step at a time. Just keep going. Okay. I've been talking for longer than I wanted to. Let's talk about the five lessons self-doubt has come to teach you and me and us and how we can apply those lessons to our life and business. Let me take a, a sip of, of something because I'm having a moment. Okay. um, Breathe it out. You know, this is another thing. When you're feeling self-doubt, taking deep breaths really helps because Typically, when we feel fear or anger or any negative emotion, one of the first things that happen that we don't even notice is our breath gets cut short. So sometimes if you're feeling self-doubt or you're feeling angry or you're feeling worried or anxiety, just saying, let me take a deep breath. Just doing that brings you present and allows you to say, wait a second, my body's tight, let me loosen up, or my breath is short or shallow, let me fix it. So deep breathing helps a lot. Let's talk about the five lessons self-doubt has come to teach you and how you can apply those lessons to your life and business. Lesson number one from self-doubt, and I say this a lot. In fact, I got it from my spin instructor who says this when we get to the hardest part of the spin class and our legs feel like just turning to jello and giving up. Self-doubt's number one lesson. You can do hard things. If you never had self-doubt, you would never fully understand your ability to persevere, your ability to persist, your ability to work through things. The first lesson of self-doubt is that you can do hard things. The second lesson that you'll get from self-doubt, that self-doubt has come to teach you, is this. And this is a John Maxwell quote. And I loved when he said this. You can more easily act your way into feeling than you can feel your way into acting. You know, lots of people are waiting to feel like doing something. They're waiting to feel like taking action. They're waiting to feel like moving forward. The problem with waiting to feel like doing that is when you're in a period of self-doubt, you don't feel like doing those things. When you're feeling self-doubt, you're like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm brave enough. I don't know if I'm capable enough. I don't really feel like doing something. You know, there was a part of me this morning that was kind of like, I don't know what to say on the podcast. You know, like, there's a part of me that was just like, I don't know if I have anything valuable to say. You know, so maybe I just don't say anything. Maybe I just let another week go by and, and I not record a podcast. Maybe I just, you know... Like, what am I going to say that's going to help somebody? And the part of me that took over when I was having those self-doubt thoughts is the part that said, it doesn't matter what you feel like doing right now act your way into feeling. Don't feel your way into acting. Go record an episode. And here I am recording the episode. So the second lesson that self-doubt has come to teach you is this. You can more easily act your way into feeling than you can feel your way into acting. Here's the third lesson that self-doubt has come to teach you. And this is based on a powerful quote that I just absolutely adore. You are the storm. So, when you're feeling self-doubt, you feel like you're in a life storm. It's like, man, I'm not getting hit from the outside, or maybe I'm getting hit from the outside by circumstances of life, but boy, whatever anybody could do to me is far easier than what I'm doing to myself with all of this self-doubt and this inner critic raging in my head. The third lesson self-doubt has come to teach you is you are the storm. In other words, there's this quote that, that goes like this. Fate whispers to the storm, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. Let me say that again. I want you to get this because I had to read this quote probably about five times before I really could accept the power in this quote. Fate whispers to the storm, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. You are the storm. When self-doubt is raging, when your inner critic is just telling you why you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're not brave enough, you're not successful enough, when those things are raging, it's not that those things are creating a storm in your life and in your mind. It's a call to remembrance that you are the storm. There is no element, either inside of you or outside of you, that is capable of causing more ruckus or more problems or more upheaval than your ability to handle those things. So fate whispers to the storm, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. You are the storm. That's the third lesson. The fourth lesson that self-doubt has come to teach you is this. Again, another one of my favorite quotes, based on uh, a book actually. Here's the fourth lesson that self doubt has come to teach you The obstacle is the way. So, there is a book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. Amazing book. Get it on Audible, listen to it. I'm going to listen to it today as I drive different places because I need to be reminded of what's in that book. The obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday. So the fourth lesson that self-doubt has come to teach you is this, the obstacle is the way. And this is based on a Marcus Aurelius quote, and here's the quote from Marcus Aurelius. Impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Let me say that again. Marcus Aurelius. Impediment to action advances action what stands in the way becomes the way. The obstacle is the way. So the self-doubt that you're feeling, it is the way to your next level of success. The inner critic that's raging, it is the means by which you're going to create even more self-confidence. The obstacle is the way. And so we don't want to deny the importance of the obstacle, because even though self-doubt doesn't feel good in the moment, and even though it it doesn't feel great to doubt your ability to be successful as an entrepreneur, at the end of the day, here's what's true. Everything that happens in your life is happening for you and not to you, which means the impediments to action, the things that get in your way, the obstacles that show up for you, the impediments to action and Advance action. What stands in the way becomes the way. The obstacle is the way. That's the fourth lesson. The fifth lesson that self doubt has come to teach you is this, and this is a Robert Frost quote Words to live by. The only way out is through. The only way out is through. You know, people try to sidestep self doubt. They go, Well, I'm going to say positive stuff to myself. I'm going to go in the mirror, and I'm going to say all of these affirmations like, I love and approve of myself exactly as I am. I love myself. I'm worthy. I deserve great things. My life is amazing. I'm a yes person living in a yes world, being responded to by a yes universe. Listen, I know all of the affirmations. I love Louise L. Hay. I think affirmations are great. But when you're feeling crappy and you have a lot of self-doubt going, those affirmations don't mean much because you don't feel them. And the affirmations are not about the words that you say. They're about what you really feel on the inside of you. And the reality of the situation is there are going to be moments where you're going to feel like crap, a lot yourself to feel what's true for you. Allow yourself to be in a place where you go. I don't feel very good right now, and you know what? It sucks in this moment to feel like I'm not as good as I think I am, but this is what's true in this moment, and this moment will not last forever, but I've got to be here in this moment with this feeling, and I've got to own the fact that I'm feeling it because the only way to heal something is to feel it. If I pretend like it's not there, if I act like I don't feel self-doubt when I do, I'm not getting through it. I'm just staying stuck with it and pretending to the world like I'm not. Pretending doesn't work. You know, I've never been much of a pretender, you know, and and lots of people have not liked that I haven't been a pretender because in family dynamics, I'm not going to pretend like we're we're family when we're not. I'm not going to do that with you. I'm not going to pretend like things are good between us if they're not. The thing, though, about not pretending is that if you can be truthful and honest about what you're feeling and where you are, then you're able to work through it because you're being real about what things are. So the fifth lesson that self-doubt has come to teach you is the only way out is through. You want to get through the self-doubt? You know, you got to work through it. You got to sit with it. Like I'm sitting with my self-doubt and I'm going... (sighs) I I would like you to leave. Uh, You haven't in a week or so. So I guess we just need to sit at the table together. I'm going to invite you over for dinner. And we're going to figure this thing out. And neither of us is getting up from the table until we do. Because either you're going to transform into something better. Or I'm going to learn how to work around you, with you, next to you. But I'm still going to go where I need to go. But I have to face the fact that I'm dealing with self-doubt right now. I can not pretend like everything's wonderful when it's not. See, the fifth lesson of self-doubt is by far probably one of the most important. The only way out is through. You're not gonna get out of self-doubt by pretending like you don't have it. The only way you're gonna deal with self-doubt is to acknowledge its presence, acknowledge your own power, and just keep going. The only way out is through. The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way, becomes the way. Fate whispers to the storm, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. You are the storm. You know, right now you may be feeling with all of this self-doubt like you are, you are the problem. Guess what? If you are the problem, you're also the solution. You're also the solution, and that's powerful, because the moment I know that I'm the problem, that means I'm also the solution. That means nobody can pull my strings. I'm not a puppet, and somebody else is pulling my life strings. I'm the one, and that's what I wanna leave you with. The thing that I've come to, and I'm still dealing with this self-doubt, and I'm still working through how do I balance and juggle everything in my business and my life. Here's the thing that I'm saying to myself, and this is the thing that I want you to say to yourself if you're struggling with self-doubt. Here it is, ready? I'm the solution. I am responsible for everything in my life. I know a lot of people want to talk about other people and what other people are doing to you or not doing for you or how they've let you down. Maybe they have. But the reality of the situation is there is no other person in your life who has more power in your life than you. You are it, you are the one. And since you are the one, nobody controls your destiny. Say to yourself today, I am responsible. Say to yourself today, I can change this. Say to yourself today the only way out is through. If I am the problem, I am also the solution. And say to yourself today, just because I don't feel great, just because I don't feel amazing and unstoppable doesn't mean I can't be effective. I can still be effective even as I deal with self-doubt. And then take the next step afraid. Take the next step whatever it is, however big or small it is, and just keep taking steps so you don't get stuck in the self-doubt. That's what I want you to do. That's what I'm going to doing. I'm just going to take the next step. It may not be as big as I want it to be. You know, I'd love four episodes recorded today. That's not happening. It may not be as great as I expect for myself. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'd love an ebook written this weekend. That's not happening. But I'm going to continue to take the next step. And I'm going to do it until I feel better. And I'm going to do it until I feel great. And I'm going to do it until I feel unstoppable. And I'm going to do it even when I get to feeling unstoppable because I know there will be another season of self-doubt that will inevitably show up. And the point is not for me to never feel self-doubt again. The point is for me to learn how to thrive and operate even if self-doubt never goes away. So what do you do when you're struggling with self-doubt? You live with it. You thrive with it. You manage it. You own it. Because if you're the problem, you are also the solution. All right, everybody, check out my books, overcomingfearbooks.com. I'm writing a new one about how do you overcome the fear of failure. <laughs> that's that's going to be a good book. I'm going to get that out this week. But uh, be sure to check out overcomingfearbooks.com. And again, if you have if if you you love the podcast, write a review on iTunes, please. I'd love that. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs the Show podcast. That's tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs the Show podcast. All right, everybody, I will talk to you next episode.